We're joined on the line now by our market analyst from ETM and Analytics, Jana van Dierfenter. Good morning, Jana. Good morning, Sakina, and uh, good morning to the listeners. Now, Jana, despite the upcoming Brexit vote, the RAND, uh, local bonds, the JSE All Share Index, they all staged quite an impressive rally into the new week. And, uh, of course, short-dated South African government uh, bonds are trading at early December lows as we speak. Yeah, it was, uh, yesterday was quite interesting. It definitely was not a blue Monday for the markets, uh, despite the upcoming Brexit vote. And this was triggered, it seems to have been by the polls now showing uh, majority support for the stay camp once more. So we saw a rapid scaling back of these Brexit risks that were priced into the market last week. And it wasn't only South African markets that found significant support, but it was a global uh, global markets rallied into the new week. The RAND gained more than 2% on the session, which is quite a big rally. It's trading back below 1480 against the dollar. And in terms of South African government bonds, if we look at that short dated or the short end of the yield curve, we are now seeing yields at levels last seen before Finance Minister Nena was removed from his post back in December. What this is telling us is that the market is now like much less uh, worried in terms of government risk or government debt risk than they were a couple of months ago and as we saw it at the start of the year. And it also speaks to an environment where uh, SAB rate hike risks are being scaled back the result of a weak domestic growth environment, a firmer end, and then also the Fed hike risks that are dissipating. We've, we've also seen that the local markets have shrugged off the wave of violent protests that we've seen in Twani due to announcements from the ANC, and we expect that if international markets continue to to see less risk for the break, for Britain to to ultimately leave the UK, uh, sorry, to, to leave the European Union when they vote on Thursday, then it seems that South African markets could retain some resilience in the short term. And uh, today, of course, the South African Reserve Bank uh, looking set to release the leading indicator for April. What insights will this provide on South Africa's economic growth? So the Saab's leading indicator is viewed as a, a forward-looking proxy for what South African GDP growth could do. Uh, we saw the latest number for March. It just edged off 2009 lows, but it's still very depressed around levels of 90. And we are hoping to see a further recovery off these particularly depressed levels. Now, maybe just to recap, we, we recently had the first quarter GDP numbers that were released, and it showed that the economy contracted. And there's a lot of talk about a possible recession in South Africa, whether or not we'll we'll be able to avert a recession. But I think it's important to to point out that a so-called technical recession, which means we've got two quarters of GDP contracting, is it's not necessarily relevant whether or not we see two quarters of contraction, because statistical um, base effects and and the likes of these kinds of things tend to distort the numbers. I think it's very important to bear in mind that even if we don't see a technical recession, the South African economy is performing well below where it should be performing. It's performing well below potential, and GDP growth is not nearly strong enough to create jobs and to create wealth in the economy. And in order for the economy to, to to grow at a faster pace 
and to make a dent in the massive levels of unemployment that we see, we need to see fixed investment increase. Uh, we need to see both local and offshore players uh, you know, pump money into the economy, invest in expanding their operations. And in order for this to ultimately happen, we need to see policy reform. So all in all together, it's still a story of South Africa needing to see uh, much needed policy changes from the government if we want to see this economic growth environment improve in the medium to longer term as a, a mechanism such as interest rates cannot um, by itself try and keep an economy afloat. And that was our market analyst from ETM Analytics, Jana van Dierfente. You're listening to AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo.